Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Episode number 282, Drink It Till You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts till the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell was your week? Uh, happy Father's Day, everybody. All the baby daddies, daddies, daddies. Um, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to my dad, uh, who has passed away now, but uh, taught me a lot of a lot of good things. I'm pretty sure I got my competitiveness from my dad. You know, I was telling that story a couple of weeks ago about uh, you know me crushing a confetti egg on his head, and he just didn't he wouldn't let it go until he got me back, um, which he did <laughs> because I was clotheslined by a tree. Um, but yeah, happy Father's Day. Lots of great memories, man. A, a lot of reasons my dad gave me to be such a good dad. You know, uh, my dad was a very hands-on kind of guy. He would uh, do... my Some of my favorite memories are watching Monday Night Football in our living room. And, uh, you know, while while playing football in the living room you know my dad would get on his knees and me and my brother would be standing and be me and my brother versus him you know we'd have the living room he'd call penalties you know he'd pretend to get in a fight with us oh it was just great man greatness he taught me a lot of how to be uh kind of how to be a kid even as an adult you know some people lose that man you get too serious you start taking yourself too serious um, not to say you're not supposed to. There are times when you have to be serious. Uh, but yeah, my dad definitely gave that. That's a huge gift he gave to me. It's just kind of how to be a, a kid, a big kid. Even being a grown man, you know, it's okay. It's okay to show emotion. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to smile. You know, I feel like a lot of that older generation just wasn't like that. You didn't smile. You didn't show emotion. You didn't do any of that because it makes you weak. It makes you look weak. What are those, your teeth? What a wimp. You know, <laughs> I don't know what it was, uh, why things were that way. But, uh, yeah, my dad, a very masculine man, but also at the same time, very sensitive, very caring um, like I said, hey, he's the reason I have my, my boyish charm today, pushing 40 years old. He showed me it was okay. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to have fun. Um, so yeah, this next drink is for you, dad. Cheers. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't want to say I upgraded my studio. I didn't really upgrade as you guys know, I do this podcast in my car. Um, it's kind of a funny thing to do it in, in the car and, and while I'm drinking, but also say don't drink and drive. Get an Uber, get a Lyft. Um, even though you know I do follow through with that. Once I'm once I'm drinking on the podcast, I'm I'm done for the day. I I am where I am. I'm staying home. I just stumble inside the apartment and pass out, and I'm good. Um. But yeah, I got my, my, my whole maintenance thing done yesterday. That was one of my big things. I had to do some maintenance on on my car, on my office, on my office on wheels. Ah, dude, I told you. I said this last week. All I have to do is start a podcast and people start texting me. Um, I don't know what they did to my car, though. 
<laughs> the place I took it, it's not like it's running bad or anything. It's actually running really good. You just feel such a sense of accomplishment when you do all your maintenance on your car and it's just riding smooth. It just feels really nice. Um, the only thing is they did something to the computer somehow in my car. Um, it's, it's been talking shit to me <laughs> ever since I had it back. Like I turn the car on now and it's, it's like volume for the radio limited. Um, and it tells me, and I've never seen this message displayed on my, on my screen here, but it told me when I started the car, it said volume restricted may not exceed 80 miles per hour. It's like governed my car. I don't know what they did. I just needed an oil change. I didn't need anything electrical done to it. Um, and then like the, like yesterday, I'm just kind of like dealing with it. You know, it's like, I normally like to keep my miles per, uh, the miles I have left in my car on my screen, you know, um, just so I know I need gas next. You know, I need gas soon. I just like to look at that display or whatever. But it's, I'm like riding up to the store real quick. It, I mean, the store is almost, I mean, in the same parking lot as my apartment complex. I mean, pretty much. You don't have to get on any main road to get to it is, is what I'm trying to say. And in that short little one-minute drive, like an adult to a child who's doing bad in school and like, you know, you discipline them by taking shit away. Well, there's your TV time, buddy. You shouldn't have called your teacher a dumbass. Um, that I'm taking away your tablet. Oh, you want to go hang out with your friends this weekend? Nope. Not going to happen. You can't have the car. I'm taking it away. Just like that. I drove up to the little dairy mart or whatever the hell the convenience store is called and it cut off my radio because I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. Like my car is bullying me at this point. It the, shut off the radio. The car's still moving fine. And it's like in order to get the radio to come back on, it's like you have to buckle in your, your seatbelt. I'm like this car, I, what happened? Dude, I've had this car for years. I've never seen any of these things displayed on my screen and like I said it's practically bullying me and like won't turn my music back on until I buckle my seatbelt you know which I mean I guess it's you know that's a that's a good thing it's looking out for me you know I guess that's nice um but yeah just I didn't I don't know what happened I sent my car in normal it hadn't been doing any of that shit it's like something got reset and it's like back to the factory settings or something. Like literally, I can only turn my volume up halfway in my car. And if you know me personally, you know that's not how I roll. You know, unless I'm going through a residential late at night, you know, I'll turn it down, whatever. But if I'm, I'm chilling on the highway, I'm blasting that radio and I just can't. And then on top of it, if you don't have your seatbelt on, It'll just shut it off. <laughs> it's like monitoring me, man. As if cell phones weren't doing it enough. As if Alexa wasn't doing it enough. Just listening to every fucking word you say. Uh, what was the thing? There's certain, uh, like, signs. You can tell, oh, 
I happened to be watching soccer one time. And the broadcast was in Spanish. And for the next fucking week, I kid you not, every YouTube advertisement was in Spanish. That whole next week. Every YouTube, like, I, I didn't know what they were selling me. Other than by looking at the screen and being like, okay, that's boner pills, or whatever it was, you know. Um, yeah, man, everything's just listening. Everything's just watching. Gathering information. You know? Uh, even the, the places that are like, you know, search through this engine. So you're protected. You think they're not gathering information, too? They're all gathering information. Dude, you, you want to know how crazy it is, how crazy it gets? And I'm sure this has happened to people before. This has happened on multiple occasions for me. I'll have a song in my head. Granted, it's a song that I've listened to on my YouTube music before. You know, it's a song I probably looked up or saved or liked or whatever. And that's fine. But out of the thousands and thousands of songs that I know... What are the chances that I was thinking about a song, I hit play on YouTube music, and they played the song? Like, immediately. What I mean, I didn't say anything out loud, I wasn't humming the song, not, none of that. Uh, and, then, and then the song will just play. Or, uh, what was another thing? I was looking for something. I was thinking about buying something. I was only thinking about buying something. I wasn't searching on the internet. I was just thinking about it in my head. And uh, I load up Facebook, and one of the first advertisements was for the item I was thinking about in my head. Now, maybe it's possible that I mentioned it in passing somehow or said something out loud, and then, you know, they got the fucking algorithm or whatever it's called, however they collect information. And that's why the Facebook ad popped up. It's just creepy. It really is creepy. You put one of those Alexa things in your house, dude, that thing is listening all day. It knows what your neighbors like to eat for dinner. <laughs> it knows what you're going to have for a snack that day. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just knows. Super creepy. You got to write me in, drinkintilyoupodcast at gmail.com. Has that ever happened to anyone else? Where you're thinking about something, you're not saying anything verbally, you're not searching anything, uh, but then you see an advertisement and it's for the thing you were just thinking about. I mean, you think we're like so advanced, which we are, you know, like having a cell phone with all of my tools in it is pretty fucking cool, but uh, dude, that's, that's low level shit. That's low-level shit, comparatively, to what the government has and what the government knows. There's probably, I mean, shit in these cell phones we don't know about. That's how it's collecting your thoughts. We didn't know you could collect thoughts. We didn't know we were that advanced yet. Well, the government knows. This is turning very conspiracy theory very quickly. Um, but I don't, I don't really think it's a conspiracy, man. Like, we know they're listening. You know, your your information is safe with us on Facebook. No, it's not. What was the thing I got in the email the other day? It was uh, the, the Facebook had some sort of lawsuit going on for selling your goddamn information that they said they wouldn't sell when you signed up. 
somehow they thought it would be okay to sell certain information and they would get away with it and then they got busted ah it's fucking crazy man I, I don't like it I like the cell phone but uh you know everything has a price I guess that's the point uh let's take another drink cheers everybody Oh, a little bit of sports here. Um, hockey obviously is over, dude. I've been watching the shit out of some baseball, man. Uh, my Rangers taking the rubber match today Ooh. against the much-hated uh, Blue Jays. At least if you're a Texan, you probably hate the Blue Jays from all that shit a couple of years ago, that playoff run where Odor... I mean, he almost, in a sense, stole home, but it was within the rules, and then Toronto trashed their own field. <laughs> you know, at least I can say when the Dallas Stars trashed our own ice, it was because it was a shit call. I don't know. There's no excuse for it. Um, so, yeah, my Rangers winning that game today um coming back to life what were they down six nothing in like inning number four um yeah that was a good win man it's uh you're starting to see the other teams like it always feels like there's one team every season that does this gets off to a hot start they look like they're just gonna take the whole fucking cake all season long or at least the start of the season like who is this team oh my god we haven't seen them play like this and then, um, you know, other teams start to figure it out. Other teams start to kick in, start to play better defense, pitch better, hit better, you know, as the season goes along. So then that team, that one team doesn't look so special. That's what I'm seeing with the, uh, with the Rangers right now. The teams are starting to figure it out, uh, starting to warm up a little bit, which is making it harder on us obviously to get wins in the standings move up in the standing standings I should say um, but uh, it was nice to see them fight back come back and win it'd be nice to not have to come back and win one of these games and still hammer the ball out of the field like that that'd be that'd be great um, who else did I want oh the Cardinals Mets game I was watching a little bit of that one. That was a good game, man. That was a back and forth. Uh, Cardinals were up pretty big on the Mets. Uh, Mets start smashing back. Uh, the final of that game in, ended up being 8-7, to seven, which I think there was a point. It's pretty damn close like the Rangers game. They, the Mets were down by a significant number. Uh, and to come back and score seven in just probably five innings... Uh, it's pretty good, even though they still lost. Uh, so let's go through the standings here. I'll give you the top three in each divis division. Division. I can't talk today. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's Father's Day. Uh, AL East, you got the Rays, the Orioles, Yankees. AL Central, you got the Twins, the Guardians, the Tigers. AL West, you got my Rangers, Angels, Astros. Oh, I got to tell you guys this real quick. This is fucking incredible. Speaking of the Angels, who are nipping at our heels in the standings right now, and the Astros are actually behind them. Astros got swept today uh, by the Reds. 
Well, not just today. I mean, they lost every game, and today they lost their last game of the series. Got swept by the Reds. That helps us a lot. Uh, but back to the Angels, dude. You got to listen to this fucking stat. This is incredible. This is about Otani. Um, it says Angels team leaders. Runs, hits, home runs. Uh, I can't remember what, what BB stands for. RBIs, SB. On base percentage. Slugging, OPS. Wins, ERA, strikeouts. Okay, so with all of those said, what is base on balls? That's what BB is. So on all of those categories I listed, which is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 categories for the Angels team, Otani is leading every single category for his team. He's the leader for runs, hits, home runs, base on balls, RBIs, SB, I can't think of what SB stands for at the moment, OBP, SLG, OPS, wins, ERA, and strikeouts. He's the leader on the team. That's incredible. That's honestly incredible. Like, you know, back in the day, the, the players used to play, you know, multiple multiple positions. They'd go up and pitch, and then they'd go up and bat, whatever. You know, this guy, Otani, even with all of that, I don't think anyone has dealt with a, a person, a human being, a baseball player like Otani before. No one's really had to manage someone like that before. You know, when do you take him out? How do you get him rest? How much rest do you get him? If you get him too much rest, is it going to mess up their flow? You know, um, it's just incredible, dude. Just watching that guy play, even when he comes up to bat, like we just played them in a series ago. The Rangers played the, the Angels a series ago. Even when he's coming up to bat against my team, you're still rooting for him because it's like he's just such a incredible player. You just want to see the incredible things happen. You know? Um, just un unbelievable. And uh, Mike Trout is struggling a little bit. Um, today, Otani hits a home run, and then Trout comes right back behind him and hits a home run, which is good to see for Trout. But I just wonder how much of that World Baseball Classic is in Trout's head still. You know what I mean? Like, um, he was the last player up to try to extend the series, the game. Mike Trout gets struck out. He's on the team with Otani. Mike Trout's numbers have dropped a little bit, you know, to start the season. It's just like, you got to think at some point this guy's just kind of a little bit frustrated, you know, or maybe in his own head a little bit. It's like, a, you know, the weight of the world is on him. He's maybe not top dog anymore. He's seeing Otani come in and do just incredible baseball things, you know. I'm not to not to say Mike Trout is a bad teammate or he doesn't wish well for any of his teammates. That's not what I'm saying. I bet he does. I'm sure he's a solid guy. Um, he just looks a little worn. You know what I mean? He looks a little frazzled. Trout does. You know, it's like uh, the movie where the the chick fucking breaks up with the guy. And, you know, he's stuck in the apartment, going to work every day, coming home every day. He stops shaving. <laughs> he, 
he stops doing things. You know, that's that's kind of what Trout looks like. He's got that five o'clock shadow going on. You know, looks looks a little rough around the edges. <laughs> My other example, I don't know why I picked the girlfriend breaking up with the guy and the guy just becoming, you know, more and more like a bum as the days progress because, you know, he lost his girl or whatever. The other example that popped in my head that I decided not to, t not to say was uh, Castaway. <laughs> and that the only reason Castaway popped in my head was because of the, you know, he grows a fucking beard. He doesn't have razors anymore. It just becomes like very hobo-ish looking. I'm not saying Trout looks like a hobo, but, you know, he's not as clean shaven anymore. Maybe, you know, lacking a little bit of sleep stressed out a little bit you, you know you know the look i'm talking about hair is all disheveled every time you mentioned mikey you okay you don't you're not bringing the same energy as i am fine yeah i'm good you know um not to say he won't return to form i believe mike trout will return to form but uh it's hard to shine bright when you got another fucking bright ass light next to you you know what i mean and that bright light is otani uh, just incredible stuff this guy can do. <laughs> the fact that he can... What's the... It's like a curve. I think they call it a sweeper. Is the pitch they... And this dude, a, a lot like you Darvish. When he came into the league. That was the big thing about you Darvish. Was he has eight pitches, dude? He, he has eight to choose from? Like, that's crazy. Like, how are we supposed to know... What he's going to throw, well, I mean, Otani's the same fucking way. He's got seven to eight different pitches he can throw. And that fucking, I guess it's called a sweeper, is just ridiculous and mean. I mean, starts outside of the zone, goes through the zone, and ends outside of the zone. Like how it, it covers the whole fucking, it's wild. It just sweeps right across the whole zone. It's it's impressive, man. His his whole game is impressive. And I didn't think I could be impressed with anyone more than I I am impressed with Mike Trout. But Mike Trout ain't going up there and fucking pitching. You know what I mean? Uh, pretty good shit, man. That's that's the stuff baseball dreams are made of. Um. Anyways, let's take another drink. Let's move on. A little baseball talk there. Oh, I didn't even go through the other part of the standings. Hold on. Real quick. Let's finish these off. I just had to tell you about that. I mean, Otani's just fucking crushing it, dude. Uh, NL East, you got the Braves, the Marlins, the Phillies. The NL Central, you got the Brewers, Reds, Pirates. NL West, Diamondbacks, Giants, and Dodgers. D-backs is just a, a terrible, a terrible nickname for a baseball club. It's just too close to D-bags, you know? D-backs? What did you, you... You can't tell. You don't know what someone's saying. Uh, anyway. So there's your baseball. There's your little bit of baseball. Uh, I came across this article the other day. And this fascinated the hell out of me. Uh, on Google. On Jujil. Um, old Olympic stadiums. They showed all these... Um, you know how it goes. People bid in the world. We want the Olympics here in 2024. And, you know, you got to pay a lot of money, but you know that's an investment because you're going to get tourism. You're going to get a, I mean, it's going to boost your city. 
you know, they showed Beijing, they showed, uh, and it's kind of eerie too, the, the pictures, because it's like an old fucking slope for like skiing, but there's no snow anymore, it's just like the platform and it's all decrepit and broken and, and all this and that. But uh, I guess I never really thought about it before. The reason the article existed in the first place and showed all these old Olympic sites, which was really fun. Dude, looking at an Olympic site before 1900, it's just fascinating. I could look at that picture for hours. They say a picture is worth a thousand words, and that's absolutely true. Even being old and beat up. You see something that was built before 1900, it'll drop your jaw. You know, it's, it's fucking incredible. Um, unfortunately, they showed the... <clears throat> um, what was left over of the Munich Massacre. Some fucking psychos back in the day. I think it was in the 80s. I guess when it was in Munich, they decided to... Some religious group decided to go and kill people. That was one of the sites. It was like flip-flop laying on the railroad track and fucking everything just messed up around the scene but it was used to be an Olympic site you know whatever uh, but the reason it was an article was because they're talking about doing just one one universal Olympic stadium for for all the games build it in one plot and I guess I never really thought about it before the reason it's a big deal is the emissions the the amount of resources we have to use to build a new fucking stadium to not only house the athletes to perform their games, but you got to house the athletes to sleep while they're over there. You got to have a place for them to eat. You know, all this shit goes into it. And it's like the carbon footprint for building an Olympic site is just, I mean, it's ridiculous i think beijing was probably one of the worst i think is what that list said um so that i thought that was kind of cool the idea of one universal olympic site and this was actually proposed back way back in the day way way back in the day um i can't remember who proposed it he was some dictator but the reason he proposed one universal site obviously was to uh, just, you know, he wanted it where he was at so they could just keep making the money off of it and they could keep pushing their agenda. So that one was a little political. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of one Olympic site. I think that would be great. Build it once. Think of the jobs that would provide too, the consistent jobs. You have a crew there for maintenance, for lawn care, for everything. The shitter gets backed up, <laughs> you know, you got someone there on the Olympic committee to come fix it. Olympic groundskeeper. That's a, that'd be a cool job. I, I it'd be there all year round and just maintain it. That would be kind of cool, I think. Um so hopefully they move to that. Obviously, it's going to be more efficient to do just one thing and keep it up rather than just uh, multiple places around the world. It's it's really fascinating to look at the map and just see the little dots of where each stadium was built. It looks like nothing. I mean, in, in, in comparison to the size of the earth, the size of the continent it's on, it's like, oh, that's nothing. But yeah, you get those fucking cranes going and all the bulldozers and you got to take out pieces of land and do all this special shit, dig out 
land so you can make a better slope for the you know it's 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 a whole intricate process so uh go look that up man those were pretty cool pictures dude i love looking at old pictures like that um what else uh moving on oh this is just a random vinyl of the week uh, this is an, a segment i've ever done before i might start doing random vinyl of the week is the Wii Sports soundtrack vinyl? <laughs> it exists. It's a real thing. It's a, the 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 case for the vinyl is white. It says Wii on there. You know, like the little video game system. And then you pull out the record, and it's blue. It's like a nice, like baby, almost like a powder blue. Uh, for the record, I love the way the record looks. I just. It just kind of hit me as odd that someone would sit around their apartment and turn, hey, man, you know, I'm feeling like listening to some tunes today. Are you feeling that too, Rumi? They're like, yeah, dude. What are you thinking? Some Led Zeppelin. Some Pink Floyd. You know, something that actually came out on vinyl. That way we can get the full experience. No, dude. No. We listened to Pink Floyd last week. I promised you we'd listen to Led Zeppelin the week before. This week is my choice. You said I could have the choice this weekend. All right, fine, dude. Take your choice. Pick whatever record you want to pick. Have at it, princess. All right, all right. I think I'm going to pick the Wii vinyl. What is the fucking Wii vinyl? Um, It just plays the music from the video game. And you, you're not actually playing the video game when you're listening to the music. But it kind of makes you feel like you're playing the video game because you're listening to the music. But you don't have a remote controller. Any. So if you can't afford a Wii system or you can't find one, you can just buy the vinyl record. You get the whole experience. That is the most random fucking vinyl I've ever seen. So there's my uh, random vinyl of the week. Uh, the Wii Sports. <laughs> it's weird to just saying these words consecutively we sports vinyl okay sure whatever um let's take another drink cheers everybody i'm almost done how far are we in oh we are done well before i go um i do have to say congratulations to the vegas golden knights dude you know there's something to be said about pat maroon and how hard he partied over a three-year course from winning Stanley Cups. Nobody partied harder than the Vegas Golden Knights, dude. Uh, on their fucking parade, they finally get to the final destination. These dudes all have their shirts off. They're fucking hammer drunk. I forget who they handed the mic to, but he's like, Hey, you guys hear me? Hey, hello? Hey, can you guys hear me out there? He was like, yes, we can fucking hear you. This is the parade. We all came to see you. Can we hear you? Yes. Dude, it's so funny. It's so funny. And that that's what makes sports so cool because no matter how much money those athletes make, no matter what kind of fucking houses they live in, what kind of cars they drive, what kind of fucking food they eat, when you get them fucking drunk, they act just like every other dude in the fucking world. Status doesn't matter anymore. He's just a drunk fucking man with a mic. Hey, is this thing on? 
dude. <laughs> They're having the time of their fucking life, dude. And I 100% support it. I say don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Don't drink and drive. Ride on one of those buses after you win the fucking Stanley Cup. There you go. Um, and I didn't know this about their coach, Vegas's coach, Bruce Cassidy, until it was all over. Um, is that Bruce Cassidy? Oh, God, I searched it. I just, I can't fucking remember. Bruce Cassidy. Let's see. Okay, yeah, it is Bruce Cassidy. Um, so I didn't know this about him. A year ago, almost to the day he was hired on as the Vegas Golden Knights head coach. One year later, a year and a day later, they're hoisting the Stanley Cup. Now, that's pretty incredible in itself, okay? That's pretty incredible in itself that he did it in his first season with this team. That's fucking amazing, right? The more amazing part of the story was that he was kicked out of Boston, I vaguely remember this story from year, uh, from a couple of years ago. The Boston players didn't like him. The Boston players wanted him gone. Bruce Cassidy, I'm talking about, their ex-head coach, wanted him gone, wanted him out of there, complained enough to management to where they eventually let Bruce Cassidy go, and he was picked up by Vegas, and a year later, he's hoisting the Stanley Cup with his newfound team. That's fucking incredible. Shows what players know, huh? They ran him out of town and he did the ultimate rub your fucking face in it and won the goddamn Stanley Cup a year later. Bruce Cassidy, round of applause. That's going to do it for me for the night, you guys. Um, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber, get a Lyft. I love you all. Bottoms up. Cheers. All right, guys, have a great week, especially Bruce Cassidy, ex-Boston Bruins head coach, run out of town. Uh, fucking amazing story, dude. Just amazing all around. Uh, congratulations, VGK. Uh, much like my Dallas Stars, you won it in your first six seasons. Um, great series, great season. Uh, Florida, I mean, yeah. Fucking, you in Florida, you got a lot to be proud of, okay? You got a lot to be proud of, man. I enjoyed the fuck out of your season. I was already a fan of the Panthers, but I, I'm definitely, it's ingrained in me now. I'm a Panthers fucking fan, man. You guys made me even more of a fan this season, so I appreciate that. But uh, anyways, I will talk to you guys next week. Be safe out there. I love you all. Bye.